Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book Sweetness and Power, The Place of Sugar in Modern History. When talking about sugar, what comes to mind? Most of the snacks we consume today contain sugar. Since childhood, we've become so used to sugar that it's almost as if our lives are inseparable from sugar and its sweet taste. Nowadays, sugar is so common that we often take it for granted. However, before the 20th century, sugar was not only a luxury sought by nobles, but also an important factor in advancing the course of history. After the discovery of the New World, sugar was nearly as valuable as gold and silver in the emerging world trade system. The emergence of sugar even led to the birth of new trade chains. Sugar not only became an international commodity popular among the upper class in Europe, but also facilitated capitalism and economic development in Europe. How did sugar make such a huge impact in history? Why did it gain such a high status? You will find the answers to these questions in this book Sweetness and Power. Sidney W. Mintz is the author of this book. He has a double major in psychology and anthropology. He taught anthropology for 24 years at Yale University before joining the anthropology department at Johns Hopkins University, where he remained until he retired. Mintz had his way of researching anthropology. He preferred to use a documentary method that allowed him to obtain inspiration from villagers in the fields and research the development of human civilizations from a unique perspective. Perhaps because of the influence of his chef father, Mintz was also very interested in food culture. From the book Sweetness and Power, Mintz started a new trend in food culture by combining two fields, food and anthropology research. This also allowed Mintz to be known as the acclaimed father of food anthropology. In this bookie, we will unlock the key insights of the book in three sections. Firstly, human beings are born with a deep love for sugar. Secondly, the impact of sugar on historical developments. Thirdly, the impact of sugar on people's lives. In the book, Mintz summed up a fixed rule, humans are born with an obsession and deep love for sweetness. According to research done by some American scholars, nearly all mammals produce milk with a sweet taste, including humans. Doctors feed newborn infants with glucose and water solutions to test the postpartum functioning of the infants. These solutions also determine whether the infant's small intestine can perform normal peristalsis. Both children and adults like sugary foods. For example, our beloved drank Coke. One person calculated, if we lined up all of the small glass Coca-Cola bottles sold, the total length of these bottles would equal 2,000 return trips between the moon and earth. Even if we take a return trip each day, it would take five years to complete. This calculation indicates the amount of love that people have towards these types of drinks. Nearly all drinks, aside from Coke, contain sugar and the flavor of sweetness. Although these days many people promote healthy diets and sugar-free drinks, in reality, promoting and marketing sugar-free drinks is not easy. Therefore, the selling point of many drinks involves the question of sugar content. Even if these drinks are technically sugar-free, they will still contain a sweetener called aspartame as an additive to enhance sweetness. Take Coca-Cola as an example. 
It is now launching a Coke with zero calories. The calorie content and sweetness of this product are much lower than traditional Cokes. However, because they add aspartame, after tasting it, you will still find that the zero-calorie Coke has a sweetness to it. This is because drinks without any sweet flavor will be discarded by consumers sooner or later. Why are people born with a love for sweetness? In the book, the author illustrates his explanation by mentioning the lives of our ancestors, whose food sources simply came from hunting animals, and collecting berries during the process of evolution in early history. These berries contained a large amount of sugar, which could provide people with energy for daily activities. On the other hand, the sweetness of fruits helped to stimulate people's taste buds. Later, people acquired sweetness partly from fruits, and partly from honey. However, any sweet substance would be considered a rarity before the appearance of sucrose in history. People had been seeking sugar for a long time. They were not only obsessed with the flavor, but also considered sugar to be a miracle drug for all illnesses at specific points in history. Even today, people still have a deep affection for sugar. According to scientific research, sugar can facilitate the secretion of dopamine in the human brain. Many people call dopamine a human stimulant, as it instantly gives someone a feeling of intense happiness and enhances determination. With the advancement of science, people discovered that a large amount of dopamine secretion could be used to effectively treat depression. When you are feeling anxious and troubled, a piece of candy may relieve some of your syndromes. Since sugar is so popular among us, let's take a look at how sugar initially emerged. As mentioned previously, sugar was initially a costly item because it was rare and difficult to obtain. In the earliest days, people relied on fruits and honey for sweetness. Eventually, they discovered a plant providing a large amount of sweetness, sugarcane. Sugarcane emerged a very long time ago. Since prehistoric times, humans had established plantations of sugarcane. Historically, people's descriptions of the sugarcane depicted forms of sugar. In 327 BC, Nearchus, a general of Alexander the Great, tasted sugarcane during a trip from the mouth of the Indus River to the Euphrates. He claimed that the sweetness came from a reed in India that brings forth honey without the help of bees, from which an intoxicating drink is made though the plant bears no fruit. From his account, we can understand that drinks in the form of sugarcane juices were even made back then. Meanwhile, some scholars describe the early phase of sugarcane like this, there is a kind of concreted honey called saccharin, found in reeds in India and Arabia Felix, like in consistence to salt and brittle to be broken between the teeth as salt is. It is good for the belly and the stomach being dissolved in water and so drank, helping the pain bladder and the rains. People during this time had discovered that they could convert sugarcane juice into crystalline particles. This discovery inspired future sugarcane extraction processing. Furthermore, from other early records of sugarcane, it seems like between the 4th and 8th centuries all sugarcane plantations were centered near the Indus Delta and the head of the Persian Gulf. Although sugarcane emerged in very early times, it was not until the 1st century that people began to understand sugar, and learn how to manufacture sucrose. Generally, the two most basic forms of sugar are the following. The first form is solid crystals that resemble salt. The second form is a golden liquid, also called treacle, 
That closely resembles boiled honey. Wonderful! We have now covered our first section. People are born with a love for sweetness. Thus, we can say that manufacturing sucrose is a response to public demand. However, the production of sucrose was difficult due to limiting factors in the early times. From its birth, sucrose took nearly a thousand years to become widely known. So, what is the significance of the spread of sucrose to the course of human history? Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.